Hey, 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 God's good people. I pray that you all are doing well on this beautiful day. A day that we have not seen before, and when this day is over, we should never behold to see it again. But while we end this day, let's give God some glory. Let's give him some praise. Let's give him some honor. Because it could have been the other way. And for that, we say thank you that we are still in the land of the living. You know, I um, just thank you all who was able and could participate in the radio broadcast on last Friday when I was up there to be interviewed. Um, you know, one thing that I was sitting there pondering on, and before I even went to the show, it was like Holy Spirit was reminding me of all the things of why he wanted me to start or even prompt me to write the book of Unlocking Mysteries. And one thing that I it really brought home to me was that I, it was like Holy Spirit was saying, I'm getting ready to do a divine spiritual, spiritual divine interview with the Holy Ghost. Because in whatever we do and whatever we are being assigned to do, it's God who gives us the unction <laughs> by way of Holy Spirit to function. I can't do nothing on my own. I refuse to do anything on my own. And so Holy Spirit was saying, I don't want to know about you. I know about you. I know everything about you. Before the foundations of the world was, you were there. Before you was even formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. So I don't want to know about you, but I need for you to know about me. What I have come to do. Not the history of Holy Spirit, but the mystery of Holy Spirit. And then he began to tell me, he is like he was sitting, you know, I can see it visually, mental representation, I can see it, where he was actually, he, the father and the son were sitting around the table. He said, you know, sometimes you go into interviews and, he, and they, you, you're in front of either one person, you may be in front of two people, or sometimes they, a whole host of people but it was like he was saying we didn't hire you we chose you and when you've been chosen for something when you've been chosen for a call when you've been chosen for an assignment when you have been chosen for a gift that's an honor by way of Holy Spirit by way of kingdom so if I can ask you on today, what skills are on your kingdom resume? When we think about a skill set, it's merely a person range of skills or abilities, a particular combination of skills that a person has developed, especially ones that can be used in or for a job. Most employers look for things on a resume, such as compilations on one's education, work experience, credentials, and accomplishments. Most professional positions require applicants to submit a resume and a cover letter as a part of the application process. But we must remember that presentation is everything. 
I pose this question. Will you give an employer a nasty, balled-up resume expecting a job? Will you go dressed in saggy pants and revealing clothes expecting a job? In many cases, a person's resume is the first document a hiring manager will look at when reviewing one's application. And therefore, is a true first impression. Accordingly, it's important to put time and effort into developing and maintaining an updated and accurate resume. Whether you are writing for your first resume or haven't updated it in a while and it needs refreshing, whatever you gather on the resume will be what others see of you. But what is on your kingdom resume? not made by man's hands. The Bible declared for us to walk worthy of the vocation in which we have been called. God has called us into his kingdomship without having any experience. He is the only one who knows what he is looking for on the kingdom resume to send us into the world to do his work. He is not impressed with money. He is not impressed with followers. He is not impressed with a pedigree and degrees and titles. He is not impressed by that, but he is impressed by generosity, integrity, humility, and kindness. Right where you at today, Touch your pulse, even in your arm or in your neck. If you have a pulse, then God has a plan. We are kingdom beings and everything we should do should represent God. One skill set that should be on our kingdom resume is setting ourselves apart. You know, the nice S word most people don't like to talk about. That sanctification. In an economy where there seems to be fewer career opportunities and unemployment feels like the norm, many job seekers regret and forget the importance of turning to the Bible and consulting Jesus in a time of adversity. Here are some suggestions that will help you and your resume to stand out from the rest with whether it's earthly or spiritually. For one, we must be hard workers. The days of just getting by is over. All hard working brings a profit. Proverbs 14 and 23 said, all hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. We've been talking about it for too long. <laughs> But it's time for us to walk in it. You've been talking about what you're going to do and what you should do and what you could do, but you hadn't done anything. Now is the time and the hour to do it. Just like employers want to see more than a list of jobs, but what? But that you work hard in each position you held. It's good that you got a lot of positions up there, but what can your, your, your if I ask for um, a, a suggestion or if I ask for a reply or if I ask 
you know, to give me some type of feedback on this person's work ethic, what would they say? No matter what obstacle you face with a previous employer, they want to see that you took a job seriously. As Proverbs mentioned, all hard work brings profit and not just a monetary one either. God wants us to take our time and do it with excellency the first time. So, we don't have to put time into doing it again. Two, we must know that we are skilled in our work. Proverbs 22 and 29 declares it like this. Do you see someone skilled in their work? They were served before kings. They were not served before officials of low rank. <laughs> Who You won't serve before officials of low rank. And we know the difference in low is high, right? Okay. The above Proverbs asks a simple but important question. Are you skilled in your work? Employers, and I'm going to speak on the natural level as well as the spiritual level. Employers want not... Employees want to not only see that you have work experience, but also that you have unique talents that set you apart from the rest. Ah, you chosen generation, peculiar people. Because the job market is filled with so many applicants and employers are looking for the most talented individual who will rise to any occasion. Make sure your resume highlight that. God even told us that our gifts, our gifts, our gifts, not gift, but our gifts will make room for us and bring us before great men. Don't ever let your personality pollute or diminish your gift. Can I say that again? Don't ever let your personality pollute or diminish your gift. Let your integrity and your positivity match your skill and talent intellectual. The third thing, are you willing to develop your gift? Peter 4 and 10 declares it like this. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. (laughs) It didn't say serve self. It said serve one another. As good stewards of God's varied grace. Again, on the earthly level, employees are interested in individuals who have a desire to grow with the company, who are more interested in offering their talents and developing that what comes along with the benefit package. As Peter Ford just declared, remember to use your gift to serve others. Development will grow from this. Development will grow from you pouring into someone else. Development will grow when you are impacting somebody else's life. Life is a gift. And if we are not embracing it, you are missing out on something special. You are not like anyone else. You are uniquely you. Romans 1 and 1 declares, We should be separated unto the gospel of God. 1 Peter 1 and 2 and 9 picked it up like this. But ye, hey God, are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praise of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 
that, if anything else, should be on your kingdom resume. For God is looking for individuals who are willing to share. You know, you've got some stingy Christians in this world. But God said, I'm looking for somebody who's willing to share. Not selfish and self-absorbed, self-centered. But I'm looking for somebody who's willing and obedient in the land. Luke 6 and 38. We know it. We sing songs about it. But sometimes we don't comprehend. We, we're not doing it. We, we, we singing and we doing all this other stuff. But we have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. But Luke 6 and 38 said, Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For what measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So if every time I turn around, you crying about, whoa, whoa, it's me, and I don't have this, and I don't have that, my question to you is going to be, well, who have you been sowing into? Have you been giving out of your own need? Or has it been just greed, and now you find yourself back in another greedy state? Doesn't this verse from Luke sounds like the golden rule? Give unto others, and you will have them to give unto you. <laughs> it's still coming, center right back around. Employees are looking for individuals who will display a willingness to give and share their ideas and experiences. Make sure the key area on your resume reflects this. What another? What is another way that we can give ourselves? Romans twelve and one declares like this. I beseech thee by the mercies of God that you put your name there, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So that would mean we shouldn't be self-centered. In other words, that woe is me mentality should not describe your kingdom builders. It should not describe kingdom builders. Five, are we respectful? Are we respectful? Because I'm going to tell you, in in this pandemic, and going to some of them stores, and and checking out people's attitude, whether it's the cashier or it's the one, one, the the customer. People's attitude does... Need I say more? 1 Thessalonians 5, 12, and 13 declares it like this. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourself. Because it ain't all the sinners and the, the worldly people that's out there acting like a uh-huh. Foolish. Whatever, wherever, whether you work a job for three months or for three years, employers want to see that you had a positive relationship with the people you work with. Especially individuals who were in position of authority. <laughs> Can you respect the authority? Yeah, I know you don't like them, but can you respect them? I know you can't get along with them, but can you respect them? Can you respect them that have rule over you? If they contacted the reference on your resume, 
Will they not only remember who you are, but speak highly of your relationship with others in the company? Or will they always say she's always starting something? Or he's always doing something? As, as 1 Thessalonians tell us, respect the people you work with. This trait is invaluable. Jeremiah 3 and 15 said, And I will give you shepherds and pastors according to my heart. According to my heart. Which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. The same way we respect these supervisors, we must respect the angel of the house. I don't care if she is your family member, friend, wife, mother, sister, whatever. We must respect their position. That's a given. Six, our kingdom skill set should be willing to give back. Our kingdom skill set should be willing to give back. My company and I right now, we're doing educational video, educational workshops free to the community because of things that we have been seeing in the community. Not to boast or to brag, but because of what we know has been a need in the community. Financial issues is still a need in the community. Educational is a still a necessity in the community. Self-care is still a necessity in the community. And yet people won't even zoom in. Some people won't even call in. It's free to you. Helping you on this journey, especially in this uncharted waters that we are in right now. And folks won't even dial in. It's not that we don't uh, advertise it because it's advertised. Social media, Texas, and people still won't dial in. But then after it's all over, said and done, call you. Well, do you have anything? Do you know anybody? You had a free opportunity. And now they're going to charge you. Matthew 25, 35 through 45 said, For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Can that be something on your kingdom resume? Or when they're hungry, you look at them as if you cannot help them. Or go over there and I pray for you. Or I send you to somebody else. When they thirsty, can you give them something to drink? Or are you one of the ones to tell them to swallow their spit? Uh-huh. Was I when I'm a stranger, did you invite me in? Or did you close your door in my face? When I needed clothes, were you willing to clothe me or were you willing to charge me for my clothing? Mm -hmm. When I was sick, did you look after me? Did you even lift up a prayer and anoint the oil on my body as the scripture had told you? Or do you say, I'm not going to touch this person because I don't want to get it? Uh -huh. uh, when, you, when the person was in prison, when was the last time you visit the prisoners? When is the last time you even wrote a letter to a prisoner? When is the last time? 
This is an area the individual often forget to include when it comes to constructing their resume. Include, including volunteering, volunteer services, including community service, are opportunities where you've given back. Could be a major factor that resonates to your future employer. Showcase the opportunities in your resume if you are doing them. Don't lie about it now. If you're not doing it, don't do it. But if you are doing this, not to boast or to brag, but this is part of giving back. Showcase the opportunities. As Jesus expressed in Matthew 25, employers want to see that you are open to sharing your time and resources with others without a need for self-gratification. Uh-huh. Because these are kinds of selfless gifts that will benefit any position in the kingdom. Because see, what you think just the employers are looking at, God has already known if it was in you or not. I wish I could say that on the road to furthering our education or career or spiritual walk is easy, but I would be lying. However, I will say it is possible. For the Bible declares all things are possible to those who believe. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in your dream. You have to believe in your aspiration. You have to believe even in your mistakes that it won't happen again. People continue to wait because they'll say, well, I'm waiting on the next sure thing. But can I ask you, as I have already asked you probably in 10 of my other podcasts, just what is the next sure thing? I use the depiction of a clothesline. I know some of us are so modern that we don't use it anymore. But for some, we put wet clothes on the clothesline and when they are dry, we should take them in. Sadly, that's like excuses. Every time we put an excuse out, it's like we are putting wet clothes on the line, but the sun, the sun, <laughs> the S-O-N has called that same lame excuse to be dried out. Every time we put out an excuse, the sun, S-O-N, is drying it out. That lame excuse is not gonna use, we can't be using it anymore. And we still have dry clothes on the line. It's time to take it in. It's dried out, start using that same old excuse. Do better. A lot of things that I went to school for. I went to school for cosmetology license, which I still possess. But that wasn't my sure thing. I went back for my degree in medical administration, but that wasn't my sure thing. I went for my degree in psychology, but that wasn't my sure thing. I went to get my insurance license for the state of North Carolina, but that wasn't my sure thing. I, I, I graduated from graduate school but I don't even know if that's my sure thing God knows the skill set that he has already ordained before the foundation of this world that is within each one of us because whether we know or don't know or have no clue of what our sure thing is God sure does and he's using everything that we have already done don't get me wrong everything that I have already accomplished it benefited me in the time that I needed it to benefit me 
But my thing is, God, where would you have me to be? Where would I possess the kingdom results of showing you, you in the earth realm? Because a lot of things we just did because I felt the need to do it. But God knows the plan. He don't have problems. He has plans. God is seeking for the same skill set to be placed in us to now to be activated in this earthly realm. Everything in this time will coincide together. Our greatest desire should be to please our Heavenly Father for that is the skill set that was already in us regarding our sure thing. But how can I get there, you may ask? One thing at a time. But we must stop. And it's imperative to stop making excuses. Because if we are still, if we are being led by the greatest mentor and biblical book of all times, we can master anything in the land of the living. Truth be told, God don't really need us, but he chose us and he chose to use us. So what skill set have he placed in you to assist in the kingdom building? Refuse to get comfortable with mess. You are capable of so much more. Let your light so shine wherever you are. Let your light so shine wherever you are. Don't let any circumstance dim, dim your radiance. There's a cost that comes with courage. But change only happens when someone is willing to pay it. The solution you are looking for already exists in you. Holy Spirit already, if he's living inside you, everything you need is already inside of you. God doesn't call the qualified, he qualified the call. Release the should mentality that locks us in the prison full of masks and false identities. You are a living soul with a passion and possibility. Anything less is a false self. Anything less is an imposter syndrome. Philippians 1 and 6 said, Be confident in this very thing, that he that begun a work in, good work in me will perform until the day of Jesus Christ. We have to let him do the work and stop getting so busy running from the work. And the greatest work is the inner man because the outward man perishes daily. Have you ever prepared time to pray? You go into your prayer room and just as you start to pray, you decide it would be nice to listen to your sound of worship CD. You know it would be great to backdrop for prayer as well as the distressor as we would all imagine being alone with the Lord. But when you went to the place where you normally keep the CDs, you can't find it. You know how we do. We, we try to come up with these nice analogies. This nice stuff, things, places, but sometimes it'll pull us from what we already know we should be doing. So now you begin your search intensively for this CD. You notice that all the CDs are out of place, so now while you're there, you take a quick minute to organize them. Uh huh. 15 minutes later, you leave the area and check the car. There, the CDs are out of place, so you take the time to organize them. You got great organizing skills, but are and is it in the timing? Is the timing? Timing is everything. Another 10 minutes gone. So now you say to yourself, I'll make it up to you, Lord. Not only do you organize the CDs, but the whole car. Next, you check out parts of the house for this missing CD and find them near the computer. 
So you take time to grab the CDs and then check your Facebook. You check your email and any other related things that need an urgent reply. This is a prime example of AAADD. What is that, my sister? Age-activated attention deficit disorder. Now it's one hour later and you head back to prayer room. The hour you scheduled to pray is now so is, is up. So now you hurry and give God this quick 20-minute prayer. Have we ever considered how rude it must have been to start a conversation with the Heavenly Father and leave him hanging for an entire hour? We would do. Would you do that to anyone else? Yes, those minutes were good, but were their spirit nourished? Were your spirit nourished? Stop letting other things take precedence over your time with the master. Let him develop you for this next assignment he has for you. Stop letting other things take precedence over the master's time. We are too easily distracted. Stop fooling yourself into thinking I'll do it later. By the end of the day, you'll be too tired and even enter into his rest. Then your prayer life will sound like, God bless everybody in the whole world. You know their needs. Good night. <laughs> Give him his time that he's needing. To birth in you what's need to be birthed in you. The same way we show up faithful and dedicated to these jobs and these employers, let's do the same for the gift that is within us. Activate those skills that's already on your kingdom resume. We need to secure our foundation way before the storm even approaches. We need to secure our foundation before the job assignment is even coming to our in play. Proverbs 24 and 10 says, Solomon said, if we fell under pressure, our strength was not very great. Life is bound to happen, but we can fortify our spirit with prayer and the word of God so that we can have the strength and courage to respond effectively to anything and overcome it. What skill set is on your kingdom resume? Because whatever is written in heaven should be exemplified here on earth. If it's not, it is time for you to ask the Father. And ask yourself, am I willing to change some things to be more effective in the kingdom? God is looking for effective workers who's willing and obedient to eat what he has declared, to speak what he has declared, to do what he has declared. The last tragedy that ever happened in our life is behind the ignored instructions. Ignored instructions. Ignored instructions. If you are ignoring instructions, you need to ask yourself and look back at some of the things that has happened to you. Who can change his plans? When his God's hands move, who can stop it?
God declared everything he has done was good and very good. Before the foundation of the world, you were there. He knows exactly what you are supposed to be doing. But we are so used to getting on this earth and so used to getting in our own familiarity, so used to getting comfortable that we forget. Are you using your skill set for everything else besides kingdom work? If it is, so among you. I beseech you to stop it. Ask God where will he have you so you can be effective in his kingdom, effective in this earth, effective in others' life. Write those skills down and believe God to order your steps. Ask God to direct you into a way that you and others will know she's working or he's working kingdom work remember no two people's assignment is the same work what God call you to work do what God call you to do walk according to the way he called you to walk and I promise you everything will go as planned but Jeremiah 29 and 11 said, For I know the plans that I have for you, plans of peace and not of evil. To give you a hope and a future, to give you an unexpected, unexpected end. Let him do it. And when you let him do it, watch him do it. This is your girl. CL Subs. Peace and love.